Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Poppy and Holman Sports Lab. I am Poppy. And I am Holman. On this podcast, we'll be discussing sports and whatever else just comes to mind. Thank you all for tuning in. We appreciate y'all being here, and we hope you're ready to have a good time with us. Let's get it. What's going on, big dog? How we feeling? Pretty good, man. You know, it's uh, it's Friday. I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's Friday. It is. Sun is shining. Not too bad weather outside. It's not my ideal end of April weather, but it's not bad. Well, very true, but you know the old adage, April showers bring May flowers. Yeah, so May flowers bring pollen, though. That is very true. Not good for my allergies. But the positive thing is it's not raining today. I'll take it. I don't know why it's not raining, although rain does bring me a lot of joy. Couldn't tell you why, but it just does. Because people are feeling down and tired and don't want to go to the gym, so then you go to the gym and there's less people and there's in the gym no, to annoy exactly, you. Exactly, there's nobody there. See, there it is, we solved it. See, see, Fridays are probably my, my, <laughs> my favorite day of the week because, of course, I'm off work. Yep. We get to do debauchery. Debauchery. And then when we're done recording, I go to the gym and there's nobody there. Nobody there. And it's great. I get to literally do whatever I want. Like at the gym, I can experiment and try like new workouts I don't normally do just to see how it works out for me. Because there's no judgment. Bingo. I mean, it's Planet Fitness, so it's not like people like judge you openly anyway. Yeah. I mean, they they silently do. I've also found it weird that it's a judgment-free zone, but they have the lunk Lunk alarm, alarm. right? which is literally judging somebody. Like they're judging somebody enough to hit an alarm to let everybody else know that they're judging you for... Slamming weights. Slamming weights. Or motorcycles. Harley downstairs. <laughs> Dude, y'all just got a little little collection of Harley Davidsons down there. Yeah, I don't know what to say. It is what it is. It's been a pretty good week, though. Roger McCreary. To the Titans. Yeah. Okay, so, so forewarning, um, a lot of you sports fans know that yesterday was the first round of the NFL draft. Um, that's about really all that's happening at sports at the current moment. We do have a few topics we are going to touch on here before we start uh, talking about the draft. The New York Jets just traded up with the Giants again. They just the Jets just traded up again. It's got to be Nicobe Dean. It's got to be. That's stacked. God, dude. Anyway, anyway, um, we'll pump the brakes here for a second. We have a few topics we're going to get into before we start talking about the draft. Yeah, like um, the wedding. Oh, jeez. What's on. up, man? Um, how'd that go? How'd the speech go? First, first things first. Tyler, congratulations again. Congratulations, Kelsey. I don't know if you listen to the podcast or not. If you do, thank you for listening. Congratulations. If you don't, Tyler, pass it on. Kelsey, congratulations. Yeah. So Tyler, Tyler sent me a Snapchat this morning. Uh, they're on their little honeymoon now. They're in Niagara Falls. Nice. Um, uh, they're going to Jamaica later on in the year. As well. It's got to be beautiful there. But, dude, it was a great day. Um, the wedding was great. Um, I've never done, like, a Catholic wedding before, so that was, like, really, really out of my realm of what I'm comfortable with. Sure. Um, like, I've never, like, like, I'm not an avid churchgoer. I'm also not Catholic, but, um, but that's beside the point. Um, but I didn't know I had to bow before I walked to the altar and all that kind of stuff. And um, Some rules that you maybe just don't know if... If that's not your religion. Right, right, sure. exa- exactly. But the, um, 
uh, the deacon um, that is there. Um, deacon John was his name. Very, very patient, understanding person. Knew that a lot of us weren't overly, weren't, or weren't, weren't Catholic or overly religious. Um, so he's very patient with us, explaining everything and all that kind of stuff. But it was great, man. Um, like I just, I, 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 I can't describe it any other way besides that it was just a, it was just a great day. Yeah, you had a lot of fun. Speech went well. Oh, dude, I fucking crushed it. There you go, that's my boy. Yeah, yeah, I cr- crushed the speech. Um, I had like a, I don't know, if I, to- I don't know if I told you this or not, but I, I, I did because I called you the day of and I read my speech to you just to. Just to get all the kinks out, make sure it was good. Yeah, but um, I'm gonna flame Tyler a little bit more here mm. uh, while I have while I have the opportunity. Oh, Tyler, I'm so sorry. I did not know this was coming, buddy. When Tyler was younger, he uh, he used to carry around this blue blankie with him all the time, and um, as like a, as like a parting gift, um, me and mom, well, mom knew exactly which one it was, but we bought an exact replica of the one that he had, and I gave it to him at the wedding in, <laughs> in front of everybody. Oh, my gosh. Um, but it was nice. At, like, when, like, Todd was crying, and he gave me a hug after my speech. Like, it was it was very... Um, very emotional. Very emotional, yeah. I had to follow up Kelsey's dad, who's a, who's a, who's a great man. Um, so I was, a little, I was a little nervous when I found out that I was following him up. <laughs> Um, like he, his, his, like his had some laughs. It was very serious. And as soon as I grabbed the mic, I turned around and looked at Tyler. I just said, "Showtime." <laughs> so kind of, kind of broke the ice. But um, but it was good. Go. Yeah, it was great. I got trashed. I Facetimed you. You know this. Yeah. I, oh, I got so drunk. But you uh, didn't recognize anybody until I said, "Thur, yeah, thur." Hell no. And then yeah. you're like, "Oh my god, it's Holman." Yeah, yeah, I was trashed. Um, yeah, you were. Like you openly, you were like. Man, I'm drunk as shit. And yeah. whenever anybody, it's not even just you, anybody openly says they're drunk as shit, if you're around that person, cut them off. They're done. When you openly admit that you're drunk as shit, you're done drinking. That's it. Dude, well, the, nothing good's going to happen they after had, that. Uh, so it was, uh, it, was, it, was, it was very similar to Timber's wedding, how, how they had all the, all, the, all the alcohol pre-purchased. Yeah, it was like uh, seltzers, beer, wine, stuff like that, but like no liquor. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. Now, now at their wedding, they have, they have like a signature drink, which was spiked lemonade. Nice. Which, there you go. Which I didn't have any of. I just I just stuck with beer the entire time. Just keep it nice and easy. Sure. For myself, um, my signature drink is gonna be uh, one day when I hopefully get married. It's gonna be orange crushes. Ah, uh, jeez, that'd be so dangerous. Yeah, dude. There's not. There's not gonna be a person there. It's not gonna get lit off orange crushes. But um, I think I had to have at least twenty five natural lights. God, they're getting like. There's not many options I, that are worse than that. I crushed them. It was either that or Yingling, and I, I like I. That'd have been heavy. Yeah, That'd have been heavy on the beer. Yeah, I love Yingling too, but Yingling is not like like it's it's not something that I can drink and like have a great time and get trashed off of. It's a lager. It's a little bit heavier. Right, like 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 natural light. light. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, it was good. Um, I just wanted to take the time just to congratulate my cousin again. Yeah, I know Tyler reached out on Twitter and uh, he thanked us uh, for you know congratulating him and everything like that. So. Um, yeah, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't said so. Brees Hall four. Michael Carter and Brees Hall. Damn, golly. We gotta, we 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 gotta focus up. Again, I just wanted, I just wanted to say, Tyler, Kelsey, congratulations. I love you both. Congrats, guys. Um. But all right, now it's showtime, man. Now it's showtime. Let's get into the sports. Where do you want to start? You want to start uh, with the one thing we have in the NBA or the one thing we have in the MLB? <laughs> you know, what? we'll go ahead and start with the MLB just because it's a little bit more current sure. um, with what with what's going on. Um, earlier today, uh, Los Angeles Dodgers pitcher Trevor Bauer received a two-year suspension for sexual assault. Um, 
it's it's been about 11 months since the ongoing investigation has started and I guess the MLB finally concluded what was going on. I don't know the full extent of what of what was actually going on as far as his whole case was. Yeah, they haven't released anything yet. Um but two year suspension coming down for a guy who was pretty dominant when he was playing. Trevor Bauer was a pretty damn good pitcher if I do remember correctly. Yeah, he was um, he was like their number two behind uh Kershaw. Kershaw. And I think even um even still he was I think he was didn't he win the Cy Young for the Reds? Trevor Bauer? I think he did. I don't know off the top of my head. I'd have to do a little bit of research. Um, he was a damn good pitcher for the Reds, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean Trevor Bauer is a, is, a, is a very good pitcher. Um, but we've said this a time or two before. You play a dumb game, you win a fucking stupid fucking prize. Play a stupid game, win a stupid prize. So, um, two-year suspension, sexual assault, might not be long enough. We also don't know, really know the details right. of uh, of what's going on, but two, a two year suspension is a pretty hefty suspension. It had to have been it had to have been some pretty damning evidence. It had to be pretty bad. Yeah. Now, of course, Trevor Bauer is going to appeal the suspension, so who knows how that will play out? Um, but that's really the big MLB news that has happened here as of, of, since 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 we've last talked. Uh, I mean, other shits happened, um, like Nolan Arenado in the in the, in the brawl <laughs> in the in their game, Dylan Petrie. To the Texans? Yeah. And Stingley? Getting something. It's not hateful. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, MLB, that's about it. Orioles still suck also, so uh, shout out those boys. We're actually pitching well, though. We're going to pray for them, though. We're going to pray for them, boys. And John means that for the year, too. He's getting Tommy John. Yeah, that hurts. Yeah, which is tough. But, um, but yeah, overall, Orioles, Orioles are still pitching pretty well. Um, so, yeah, MLB, that's as far as that goes. NBA, um, I told you. I told you I was going to be in denial until it happened. <laughs> oh, good heavens. Oh, good he- Oh, good heavens. Sorry. Um, I told you I was going to be in denial until it happened, though. But, yes, the Boston Celtics did defeat the Brooklyn Nets, and they did so in a pretty uh, convincing fashion and convincing fashion of a 4-0 sweep. Yeah, so, um, so, that, so you know, f- funny enough, the, um, geez, they are just going nuts with this chat right now. Yeah. Um. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Um, but uh, the Nets and the Lakers were actually the two odds on favor to win the NBA title earlier this year. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Lakers didn't even make the playoffs. And, of course, the Nets were the first team eliminated. Um, the Nets are also the first team to be the to be favored to win the NBA championship and not even win a single playoff game. Yeah, first team in history. Yeah, so so this, this, this isn't a part of the script. But my question to you is, if you're Brooklyn, what do you do now? Do you stick with it and see how things progress throughout the season? Because, of course, Ben Simmons didn't play at all this season. Um, so you still have him coming back. He's going to add a little bit more stability as far as guard play and some and some defense goes. Sure. Um, but if you're Brooklyn, <clears throat> do you blow it up or do you keep going? I don't know if you necessarily blow it up. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, I think you have to make a decision of whether you want Kyrie or Ben Simmons. Wow. <clears throat> I think it's one or the other. That didn't take long. That, that, you're not you're not giving them a whole lot of time to really take the whole Ben Simmons thing into consideration. Uh, I'd be surprised if Steve Nash is still the head coach there. Really, you think you think they'll, you think they'll make a move just because they have to set an example? The NBA is the only sport that you can win Coach of the Year and two years later be fired. Dwayne Casey. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like. Like Steve Nash could literally win Coach of the Year, <clears throat> and uh, 
two years ago. I know he wasn't coaching two years ago. Mm. Um, and, and then after this season, get fired. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, Frank Vogel, the coach, the former former coach of the Lakers, he won a title two years ago, and now he got, and now he's unemployed. Yeah, he won a fucking chip. Yeah, and, and gone, now, and 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 now he's gone. You're a little late to the party there, Teach. But it's okay. We still love you. We still love you. Um. So yeah, with that said, now um, I I know I, I, I know initially I said that we're gonna have a finals rematch this coming um for the finals, um I I think I think Boston's gonna take it all, man. Boston looks good. Jason Tatum is developing like I I in any opportunity I get to hype Jason Tatum, you know you, you're taking you, it. You know I take it. Yeah. Um, he's developing into the top five player in the NBA right before our eyes. Yeah, he's uh <clears throat> he's only come up pretty quick. I mean, he made a name for himself early on in his career going up against uh, LeBron. Right when uh, LeBron was on his second stint in Cleveland, of course. Um, so he was making a name for himself there, and and you know, good on him for taking advantage of the opportunity. I mean, there's uh, there's there's really just like three guys that you can make a name for going up against them, like mm-hmm. for yourself. It's Giannis, it's KD, and it's LeBron. Right, right, and um, and I mean, the big thing with Jason Jason Tatum is any 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 time like when when he needs to show out, like. I'll be like he'll be damned if he has to give up the ball. Chances are he's going to. Right when 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 you need when you need Jason Tatum to show up, he like like he's not shying away from anything. He he could go zero for fifteen in the in the fourth quarter, but he's going to continue to shoot because he knows at some point he's talented enough. He's going to hit a shot. Yeah, um, which is a big thing that I, I I hate the Celtics. I hate the Celtics. Cannot stand them. But um, I'm a big fan of Jason Tatum. I I I, I really am. Um, excuse me. Any other any other thoughts there? Uh no, I think it's gonna be Boston and Philly in the Eastern Conference Finals. I would uh, agree. Yeah, yeah. Philly beats the Heat and uh That's gonna be a close series though. It could go either way, honestly. It could. Um I think without Middleton, the Bucks are gonna have are gonna have some trouble, especially with how physical um Boston can be on defense. Yeah. I mean if you think if you think about it, you have Marcus Smart, who's the defensive player of the year, which was was surprising, but I didn't really pay attention to the whole defensive thing this season. Um, and then you have Jalen Brown. Those are two guys who can who can play really good defense. And then you still have Jason Tatum who can who can put some shackles on people as well. Um, they're going to need more than just Giannis to show out in order for them to um, make it past this very tough Celtics team. Yeah, yeah, they are. I think uh, I think the Celtics handle this one in probably six. Um, and then, like I said, I think I have the Sixers beating the Heat just because uh, Thibault's coming back as well. Because they're not playing in Canada anymore. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. So there's that. So I mean that, but that that series could go seven. It could go either way. Because yes, you have. Um, I don't know how I don't know how well James Harden did in the in the first round. I don't even know if he's playing right now. I haven't I haven't heard whether he is or not. He is just because Joel Embiid is dominating headlines. Yeah. Every time Embiid steps on the floor, he's dominating the headlines. So, um, between Embiid, I mean, their center's Bam out of bio. That's not a. It's not a bad pick. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. That's not heinous. Um, but even though, um, even though Bam Adebayo is a very, he, I mean, he was a, he was in consideration for Defensive Player of the Year in his own right. Mm-hmm. He's six nine, and beat a seven one. You yeah. be, you could be the most talented defender in the league, but at some point the height is going to play a very very big difference in what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, He's just so much bigger than him. Right. Exactly. And 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 Bede's skill level is just off the charts. So. Yeah. We good? <laughs> you know what time it is, baby. Showtime, man. All right. It's fucking showtime, baby. Yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> it seemed fitting. That's fine. 
this is something this is something that me and Holman have done a lot of research on. I mean, you guys you guys have heard all the all the um all the mock drafts that we've done. I don't know how close we were in our last one to some of these picks. Um, I don't know if you had that have a screenshot of it or not. Um, I did, so, I didn't did, I didn't really bring it up and say to have it ready or anything like that. But now that now that we're here and we're talking about it and everything like that, um, I think I think we got one and two right for that, um, for that last mock draft. The only one that we got wrong was the Texans pick in the top five. We had Trayvon Walker going number one. It's like that, yeah. To the Jaguars, which he did. <laughs> Aiden Hutchinson number two going to the Lions. We had a Quanu three, didn't we? No, we had Evan Neal. Ah, because we weren't sure about the uh, what's his name, Tonsil. Tonsil. We weren't sure what was going on with him. So at least with Evan Neal, you could kick him into guard or able to right tackle. So we went Evan Neal. We did have Amar Gard- Ahmad Gardner going four, and we did have Kayvon Thibodeau going five. Gardner four. That was a foregone conclusion for me for, me for months. Yeah, I knew. I just knew that was going to happen. The only other the only other thing that was going to happen was Houston took him at three. Right. Um, so, to, so to round out, so so just to go over the top ten, we already we already quickly touched on it. It, would, it went Walker, Hutchinson, Stingley, Garner, and Thibodeau one through five. Um, Akeem Kwanu went six to the Panthers. Evan Neal went seven to the Giants. Drake London went eight to the Falcons. Uh, Charles Cross nine to the uh, Seahawks, and then Garrett Wilson went ten to the Jets. I also want to point out we had Iki Kwanu going to uh, the Panthers. Correct. What else we got right? That's it. I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it. Um, keep going from there. Uh, Alave got picked 11th. That was the first trade of the night when uh, the Saints jumped up to where the commanders were picking. Um, immediately following that, Jameson Williams um, went to the Lions, who made a big leap, jumped, yeah. tw- jumped 20 picks against Jameson Williams. Um, that was a guy they had, they had to have fallen in love with quick. Yeah, they loved him. Yeah. Um, three straight trades. The... Eagles jumped to 13 with the Texans in order to get Jordan Davis. They just jumped right over the Ravens, but it's okay because I think I, the Ravens got the biggest steal of the first round, in, in my opinion. I know you and I weren't overly happy about it last night. We were confused. We were confused. We, we were very confused, but um, Ravens took Kyle Hamilton safety out of Notre Dame. Uh, he was a top five. He, he was a projected top five pick by a lot of guys who know a lot about the NFL. Yep. Um, and we ended up getting him at 14. Didn't have to do any moves, nothing like that. Um, safety is not a position of need for the Ravens. It was definitely uh, best it was, available. It was de- definitely a strength, but this was, this was by far the best available, best available player. Um, so the Ravens jumped all over that. Um, at number 15, Kenyon Green at the Texas A&M guard went to the, went to uh, the Texans. Um, Jahan Dotson, the wide receiver from Penn State went to the commanders. Zion Johnson, the guard, a guard from, um, from Boston college to the charters. Um, I think one of the big shockers, at 18, um, <clears throat> the Tennessee Titans traded away A.J. Brown to the, um, to the Eagles in order to get this pick. I think they also got something else. The exact, what exactly went on with that trade, I couldn't tell you. Um, but at 18, they replaced A.J. Brown with Traylon Burks. It's a good receiver. Very good receiver. I, I, I don't know how well he's going to do in comparison to what A.J. Brown did. Um, Big shoes to fill. Very, very big shoes to fill. Um, I'm, I mean, I, I was a big fan of Traylon Burks heading into the draft process. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll be very interesting to see what ends up working out as far as that goes. Um, keep going. 19, Trevor Penning, tackle from Northern Iowa, goes, goes to the Saints. 
Um, probably the second most confusing pick of the night for me. Um, and 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 this is this isn't me just trying to take an opportunity to take a, take a jab at the Steelers. Um, they took Kenny Pickett number twenty. I'm happy they did. I am too. As a Ravens fan, I am happy. Yeah. Um. I don't really know what I don't really know what Kenny Pickett is going to do as far as uh production. Um. I just know we're going to terrorize that poor kid. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Say poor kid like he didn't spend five years in college. Right. I mean, granted, Kenny Pickett does have the offensive line. He has Najee Harris, and he has very, very good weapons around him, and he has a stout defense. Yeah. Kenny Pickett doesn't have to be the guy that Ben Roethlisberger was. He doesn't have to come in. He doesn't have to step in. What? I'm pretty sure I can hear the cat snoring. I, I heard something. I heard it too. I just kind of, I just kind of moved past it. Thought it was a cat snoring. Um, but Kenny Pickett doesn't have to come in and be the Ben Roethlisberger that was throwing five thousand yards a year. He just doesn't have to. He has a lot of weapons around him. Um, but it's not an offensive an offensive team. It doesn't it doesn't have to be in order for them, in order for them to win. Fair. Um, but. Uh, we can pray for him, though. <laughs> we can pray for him, though. Um, number twenty-one cornerback Trent McDuffie. Did I miss a pick? I did. Who got picked? Shit, 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 shit. Um, Kyler Gordon got picked to the Bears. Oh, okay. Seventh pick in the second round. Yeah, you keep up. With, you keep up with that shit while I scroll down. Um, Excuse me. This ribbon's getting me. <laughs> Quay Walker, Georgia from uh. Linebacker from Georgia. <laughs> Georgia from linebacker. Georgia from linebacker. <laughs> linebacker from Georgia goes to the Packers. I know there was a lot of confusion as to why exactly he was the he was the first Georgia linebacker taken at, over Nicobe Dean. Um, I didn't know this until we were watching NFL Network earlier today that there are some injury concerns with Nicobe Dean. Yeah, I had no clue about that either. Yeah, so um, so Quay Walker goes before his running mate there on the defense. Uh, Kair Elam, the brother. Or ne- nephew. Nev- no. Nephew. His nephew, Matt Elam, is his uncle. Yes. Okay. Um, the nephew of former Ravens first round pick Matt Elam, um, goes number twenty three to the Bills. Um, twenty four, Tyler Smith, which is the whitest name in the world. Dan Smith, BYU. Shout out Kim Peel. Shout out Kim Peel. Sponsors. <laughs> Sponsors. Uh, attack from Tulsa goes to the Cowboys. Um, 25, Tyler Linderbaum, center, for, center from Iowa to the Ravens. Um, and that happened because of another, um, another big trade. Another big trade. So the Ravens, tra- the Ravens traded away uh, pick number 100 and fan favorite and number one wide receiver Marquise Brown Yeah, to the um, – to the Cardinals in exchange for number twenty-three, and we'll, we'll talk about uh, our thoughts on that trade. Yep, yep. But um, but that's how, that's how the Ravens ended up getting twenty-three. They traded twenty-three to the Bills for twenty-five and another pick, a, another fourth round, another pick. fucking fourth rounder, and fucking six of them. It's, <laughs> literally, that's not exactly. No, we literally have we six fourth round picks. Literally have, the Ravens literally have six fourth round picks. God. Um. So we ended up picking up Linderbaum. Uh, Big surprise here. Jermaine Johnson, defensive end from Florida State, goes 26 overall. The Jets were just salivating at that Oh, uh, they had to have been. Um, Jermaine Johnson was a top 10 projected player. Yeah. I know in a, in a lot of our mock drafts, we had him going top 10. I think he was top 10 in a lot of people's mock drafts. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, good pick, good pick there by the Jets. I don't give the Jets a lot of credit <laughs> very often. They're killing this fucking draft. Yeah, they are doing very, very good. So far. The, I think the um, Brees Hall 
maybe their worst pick so far. Yeah, think about that. They got the best running back in the draft in the second round. That's their worst pick. Right. God. Um, Jacksonville Jaguars also have another, also another team having a sneaky draft. They get Devin Lloyd, who's, who's I think a lot of people had. Number can, one. Number, number one linebacker, exactly. Uh, consensus top 15 pick. I saw him falling back a little bit on a lot of boards, uh, just because I think there was... I think there were just so many risers. Yeah, there was just a, a lot of risers. So, somebody was being pushed down. Um, number 28, Devontae Wyatt goes to the Packers. Another Georgia, another Georgia guy. Um, easily the biggest head scratcher of the day. Number 29 overall, Cole, Cole Strange <laughs> from Chattanooga. Guard goes to the Patriots. Um, we'll talk about that one as well. Yeah, we'll talk about that one. Uh, number 30, George Karloftis goes to the Chiefs out of Purdue. Uh, number 31, brother of Justice Hill, Daxton Hill, goes to the Bengals. And then to finish out the first round, number 32, the Minnesota Vikings pick Lewis Sign. I didn't hear the pick, so I honestly couldn't tell you. I was asleep. Safety from Georgia. I was at work, so I couldn't really pay attention to it. But uh, that is your first round. Um, now, the second round has started today, yeah. um, and there has been a, a few picks so far. Eight to, eight to be exact at the moment. We will, con- we, will, we, will, we will give everybody a live play-by-play as they, as they do get picked. Um, just, just so you have it. I mean, not that you can't go on ESPN or NFL.com and fact-check all this stuff, but for those of you who are listening to this a week from now, <laughs> you, at, at least you'll be able to know a few times who, who ended up getting drafted. Right, so with the first pick of this second round, um, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers selected Logan Hall. He's a defensive end out of Houston. Um, you and I kind of questioned it at first because we were like, ah, I didn't really hear much about him because um, there, there was also a few other, like, uh, Defensive ends on the board that, you know, probably could have been taken before him. But due to 6'6", 283, he was a massive unit of a human, um, and, he, and he graded well. So um, there's that. Um, with the second pick of the second round, the Green Bay Packers, Packers actually did trade up. Mafe. Yeah, and what grabbed uh, Christian Watson, wide receiver out of North Dakota State. I know that's a guy you were really, really high on. Um, he was, he's been compared to a faster Debo Samuel. Yeah. So Christian Watson is, uh, he's, he's, he, I think he's a little taller than Debo. Um, Christian Watson, six, four, two Oh eight runs a four, three forty. Yeah. That's pretty much all I got to say. Dude's big. He can boogie. Yeah. He's big. He can boogie. Uh, North Dakota State's a real good is a running team as well. And I think he still had a thousand yards receiving. He was close. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if he hit it or not. But, but maybe he, scrimmage yards. Yeah, he, he may have had a thousand scrimmage yards. He, he had a lot of really, really good production coming from a team that doesn't really throw the ball a whole lot. Yeah. Um. So. Good on them for yeah, uh, for making that very, move. Very, very good pick by the Packers. Everybody questioned why they didn't take one in the first round. I think they probably knew that they could trade up and grab the guy um, that they wanted. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so. I mean, I mean, with the um, with with the Packers, they got two studs in the first round at defense. Yeah. Two studs. If you took Christian Watson at one of your first round picks, I think it would have been a little bit of a reach. I, th- I definitely think he was more of a day two guy um, than anything else. Although I think he could have gone in the first round due- if-, if it was an absolute need, um, which for the Packers clearly it wasn't. They clearly knew that they could come back in- around in day two and get him very very early. So good on yeah, them. good well, on them. And they needed it because, in my opinion, the Packers had the worst receiving room in the league. Randall Cobb and Alan Lazard, yeah. They're better than and uh, kid from Clemson. Oh, Amari. Yeah, Amari Rogers. 
Um, with the number three pick in the second round, the Tennessee Titans selected Roger McCreary, cornerback out of Auburn. Um, it's a good pick for them. Yeah. Uh, with the number four pick, you guys may have heard us uh, say this, the New York Jets selected Brees Hall, running back out of Iowa State. Um, I, oh. think, I think something like this, it had, to, it had to have been best available for them. It's a good pick. Well, they moved up to get it. They traded up with the Giants. Which makes now how many trades? 11? Yeah, I think it's 11. Yeah, 11 trades. And it is pick nine of round two. <laughs> um, with the fifth pick of the second round, uh, the Texans selected Jalen Petrie, uh, safety out of Baylor. Um, he also can play a lot of slot corner. So he's, uh, he's another... Uh, He's a he's a dog there. Um, with the sixth pick of the second round, the Falcons selected Arnold Ibikite. I believe I said that yeah. right. Um, he's a defensive end out of Penn State. Um, seventh pick of the second round, Kyler Gordon to the Bears. He is a cornerback out of Washington. That guy that guy could have been a first round pick too. Could have been. Yeah, <clears throat> so that's that's a very very good pick by the Bears. So then we have back to back picks from the Seattle Seahawks, and at eight they took uh, Boye Mafe. Um, outside linebacker out of Minnesota, and then just in, number nine pick, Kenneth Walker the third, running back out of Michigan State. See Kenneth Walker, he's a really he's a real interesting interesting prospect because he really only had one year of production at Michigan State, but, but blew but up, dominated, blew absolutely up. dominated for Michigan State last year. So yeah, um, so who so I mean the Seahawks don't really have a great history of drafting running backs. Um, yeah, case in point, Rashad Penny. Who they took in the first round, but anyway, um, that's not a slight to Rashad Penny. It's just um, yeah, he's in the league and we're not. <laughs> bingo, exactly. He's he's he got drafted, and we're talking about why, and we're talking about him getting drafted. So uh, there's definitely definitely a big skill gap there. But um, <laughs> I can beat him, Madden. Probably still can. <laughs> probably still couldn't. Um, but it's it's uh, an interesting pick by the Seahawks. Upside is there. Yeah. Um, I th- personally, I think the Seahawks are not a great drafting team. I don't think I don't think they excel well in the draft. Yeah, I would I would agree. Uh, I mean I mean they ha- they had one draft where they hit on just every every single position. Like literally, they had one draft. Richard Sherman, Bobby Wagner, Russell Wilson. I don't know if they were all drafted in the same draft class or not, but yeah, I don't know either. Earl Thomas, Cam Chancellor. Um, like they had a they had a small stretch where they literally just hit every single one of them. Their uh, their left tackle for a while there was uh, Dwayne Brown. Dwayne Brown. Yeah, really good pick for him. Um, Doug Baldwin. Yeah, or was he undrafted? Maybe undrafted. Regardless, they, like for for a very short stretch, they drafted very very well. They drafted very well. Now they can't really find the rhythm. I think their best draft pick as of recent is probably DK Metcalf. Yeah, who's that? Who's a good one? It's a good pick. It's definitely a good pick. They got, they got him in a steal too. Huh? They stole him in the draft. Yeah, he fell way back. End of the second round. Yeah. Um, but enough reminiscing about past drafts. Let's dive into this one a little bit deeper. Okay, I'm in. <sighs> Seattle doesn't go Q- QB. No shit, they didn't go QB. <laughs> uh, so TJ, we love you, buddy. Oh, I don't, I don't know, I don't know how often he listens, but I'll keep the uh, the draft cast up here if you want to pull up the uh, the list of draft picks and and uh, call out some of the ones you want to talk about. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I I, I have it up. Um. Uh, I don't know. I don't even know where the hell to start. Um, let's start with uh one and two. That's that that that's where I was. That's where I was probably gonna start. Um, 
the real big debate going on <clears throat> with this with this year's draft is I think consensus wise, Aiden Hutchinson, who ended up going number two overall, he was probably the best. He was he, not probably he our our opinion. Um, Aiden, I think a lot of people's opinion, a lot of people's opinion, but I know I know for you and you and I specifically, um, Aiden Hutchinson was the best player best player in the draft. I agree. Um, yeah. But Trayvon Walker, he had a, he, he had a crazy combine, ran stupid fast, jumped high, put tested up, very very well. Vikings just traded them with the Colts. Dickheads. <laughs> yes, I want to pick now. <laughs> um, but uh, there was a real big debate whether or not Trayvon Walker or Aiden Hutchinson would be the number one overall pick. Ended up being Walker, I think, strictly because of his physical upside. And what his athleticism can translate to in the NFL, and just the uh, the history of the GM there, like we talked about, he was the guy that uh, took um, Alden Smith, Alden Smith for the Forty ers and everyone's like, "What in the hell is he doing?" And then Alden Smith put up seventeen and a half sacks his rookie year. Exactly. So he's been the guy that's been known to go for the home runs. So he, he yeah, uh, Trent Balky, I believe is his name. He he really he really relies on the um, athleticism with players. When there, when there's, when there's something that comes down to deciding who, who he's going to take, he goes for the more athletic player. Um, it could work out for him personally. I think Aiden Hutchinson is a guy who you plug right into any NFL system and he gets the eight sacks year one. Yeah, and which is a good season minimum. Yeah, yeah, it's a good season. Yeah, eight, eight sacks from a rookie. I mean, you'll, I you'll mean, take it. Yeah, I mean, not everyone can be Chase Young. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the Ravens' best player had eight and a half sacks this past season. Exactly. So. Um, getting after the quarterback is not an easy thing to do in the NFL. For some guys, it is. For mo- for most, it's not. Yeah. Um. So good picks there. Um. Three four. I even I even said something to you earlier in the day, um, about how Stingley could go before Gardner. I <clears throat> I said I doubted it. Not that I thought it was unreasonable or unfathomable or it like just straight up was not going to happen. Mm. I just thought, I just thought Sauce was going before Stingley. No, I agree with you. I think I think the big thing is is that people uh, people kind of realize that hey, even though I, I mean I mean you and I had a, had a, had a phone conversation with Timber um, on on the way back here to get ready to record. Shout out Timber, we love you. Um, but uh, sugar. Oh, never mind. I wrote it back in. Wrote it back in. Yeah, I got it. Um, Stingley was kind of a guy who people thought kind of mailed it in his past two years at LSU. I mean, mm-hmm. he won a national championship his freshman year, and he absolutely dominated his freshman year. Yeah. And then the last two seasons have been somewhat subpar for, for him compared to how his freshman year went. Um, he was battling injuries a lot. Not a whole lot, but he was, he was battling injuries. And uh, I think he was just kind of like, you know what? I'm going to go through the motions. This team is not winning another national championship while I'm here. Sure. I'm gonna just I'm gonna just do me. I'm gonna take care of myself, and I'm gonna be fine. With that mindset, that granted, that's not how he actually was. He it, it, it could have been just a multiple. It's all speculated. All speculated. Um, Derek Stingley was still a top five corner in all of college football the past two years. So even at his worst, he's still better than most. Right. Exactly. I think that. I mean, there's one. There was one guy who was better than him consistently over the past two years, and that was the dude who was drafted right after him. Which he got a real like uh, he got a real tip of the cap from Nick Saban. So I uh, I heard a report that actually in the playoff game, Cincinnati versus Alabama, Nick Saban schemed to throw away from Sauce Gardner. 
Yeah, that's that, a real tip of the cap. Yeah, that's a that's a real tip of the cap. I mean, Alabama has a lot of good wide receivers. I mean, Alabama's turning into a wide receiver factory. Yeah, for the NFL now they're putting out two a year, two a, two a year in the first round, easy, easy. Yeah, although it was Ohio State this year, but but I mean, Mechie and uh, uh, Jameson Williams. Well, they I, I feel like both of them would have been first round picks had both of them not gotten hurt. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Mechie's definitely going to be an impact player once he once he ends up starts playing. Smooth route runner, very good route runner, and then Jamison Williams can take the top off of any defense. Uh huh. I mean, he's I mean, dude, dude has lightning speed. So, uh, yeah, like uh, like Mechie to me kind of reminds me of like a like a Stefan Diggs, mm-hmm. like just a real smooth butter route runner. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I mean, ho- hopefully Mechie can come back and he can. Get it, get his body right before the NFL season starts, and he can be an impact player for for a team who gets him. I think he'll definitely go today. Yeah, um, for sure. Who who gets who gets just a steal of a pick? If he's sitting at thirteen, Ravens may take him. Shit, we ain't taking him at thirteen. Are you kidding? <laughs> Might best available. Let's see here. Nakobe Dean is still there. Um, which we might Andrew Booth, Ojobo. We <laughs> we we ain't taking Matchy. Look, there's not many people that the Ravens could take at 45 that I would be upset with. No, I mean, I mean, dude, Drake Jackson's still there. Perrion Winfrey's still there. George, That's a dude I really want so George bad. George Pickens is still available. I wouldn't be upset if we drafted Trey McBride from Colorado State. I want Perrion Winfrey really, really badly. And yes, I'm a little biased being an OU fan. That dude is an absolute unit. Yeah, so... Uh, so uh, unit on the interior. So, I mean, booth. There it is. They needed help with corner, so it's a good pick. Yeah, it's a good pick. Um, I'm a little disappointed because I was kind of getting a little giddy about the fact that Andrew Booth was going to fall <laughs> to us. Dude, we can't just steal everybody from everybody. We already stole Kyle Hamilton and Tyler Linderbaum. You know, it's funny. Like, t- like, like, uh, like Timber called us and he said, uh, <laughs> or he pissed. and he, he was pissed. He's like, he's like, he's like, you guys, you guys fucking stole Kyle Hamilton. That's what I wanted. I'm like, well, you picked before us, dummy. You got to pick them. Yeah, you traded. You guys traded back. <laughs> you traded your own pick. Like it's your own damn fault that you guys didn't get him. Yeah, I don't know what you want from me. I didn't do it. Um. So, so kind of something a little bit more generalistic right now at the uh, at this point. Um. What was your favorite? What do you think the best pick of the draft was so far? Best pick of the draft of the first round. No, no the second round is still going on. I mean, who know, who knows who can end up getting picked in the second round? But uh, okay. Um, Dude, it's got to be Jermaine Johnson to the Jets. Yeah, no, I, God, I, like, how do you steal him there? Yeah, I mean, like that—that's crazy value. I don't even know. I don't know why he fell. I know there was a big run of wide receivers, um, right after the top ten. Had you sitting there, like, what's wrong with him? Like, right? Like, does he interview piss poorly? Like, does he have an injury going on? It was like, almost like the same thing as Laramie Tunsil the year Laramie Tunsil got drafted. But I mean, that was that was something completely different. <laughs> Laramie Tunsil hit a gas mask. Uh, Bong, right? Posted then, it. Uh it's it, it's leaked re- out. Whatever it leaked. What, yeah, what, whatever it was. But that that was a crazy good pick. My personal opinion, I think Kyle Hamilton was probably the best pick. That is that is me being biased. But then again, at the same time, dude was projected to be a top five pick. We get him at fourteen. I mean, Jermaine Johnson is Wandale Robinson, wide receiver, five eight one seventy from Kentucky to the Giants. He's a burner, dude. They are really trying to get rid of Kadarius Tony. That's a mistake. But anyway, yeah, that's there, there's got to be like some other like I don't I don't want to say character issues, but like I don't know. 
his attitude. Oh, jeez. Now, this is the team that I can't wait to see how they <laughs> fuck this one up. See how bad the fucking Browns mess this one the up. The Cleveland Browns are all on the clock. Dude, they'll probably take the Kobe Dean. That's a, that's a Browns move. God, I hope not. That's a, I mean, the pick's not in yet, so it must be. Yeah, you got six minutes on the clock. They must, they must be still thinking about it. Um, but yeah, I, I, de- I definitely think that either Kyle Hamilton or Jermaine Johnson were probably the best two picks of the draft just because of the sheer value yeah. that the Ravens and the Jets got from those two picks. Also, I think Devin Lloyd. It's a great pick. Going 27. I mean, I mean great that, pick. That, was, that was very, very good value as well by the Jaguars. Um, so, like you said, Hamilton was like a top five pick. We got him at 14. Um, in a lot of people's boards, Jermaine Johnson moved up into the top 10, and the Jets stole him at, what was it, 26? Like, I mean, to be able to wait that long and get a guy of, uh, of such talent um, is just outstanding. I think, uh, I think the reason maybe I prefer the uh, Jermaine Johnson pick over the Kyle Hamilton pick is because I think defensive end was more of a need for the Jets than safety was for us. So it's like you got value and need. Like, we just got value. Now, yeah. could we use Kyle Hamilton? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Because we've said it before. I personally think Chuck Clark should be moved down to the box as a hybrid safety uh, linebacker kind of role. He plays very well from the box. Um, he's really, really smart. He wears the green dot. He gets everybody in position. I think I think moving him down to play a hybrid role is very, very smart. Um, he could cover the tight ends cover running backs out of the backfield, and then let uh, Marcus Williams and Kyle Hamilton ball hawk in the backfield. Um, but we also have so many safeties sitting on the bench. Geno Stone, I know you're really, really high on. I, I personally like him. Uh, another favorite of mine, uh, Tony Jefferson, mm-hmm. another OU uh, guy. Love him. Really short tackler. Another guy that's really good in the box that we could possibly also move down to a hybrid role. I mean, I mean, really, I think Kyle Hamilton could probably play a hybrid role. He could as well. Absolutely. I mean, he's... Now the Texans just traded with the Browns. Good. Good. <laughs> good for them. What an idiot. Good. Good. Good for him. Um, shout out Will Ferrell. Shout out Will Ferrell. God, it's so stupid. Such a great scene. But, um, I mean, I think, I think honestly, that the um, that Kyle Hamilton could probably play a hybrid, hybrid role as well. He could. He's Kyle big, Hamilton, strong, dude, fast. He's 6'4", runs a 4'5". Really think, good tackler. I, I think that number is very deceiving. I think he actually does run faster than a 4'5", but... Um, the 40 time is kind of irrelevant. Irrelevant. Game speed is what matters. Right. And he plays at a very high pace. Yeah. yeah, yeah. High, high motor. Good. Like, he, he, he can cover ground. Yeah. I mean, dude, he's 6'4. He's got long ass legs. Yeah. Of he's lanky court. as hell. He's got a nose for the ball. He's sure hands. Great tackler. Mm-hmm. Like, very, very good coverage skills. Yeah. I think the Ravens really got a good pick there as far as that goes. It's Jam- a great pick. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Initial shock of, like, why definitely set in. I heard you drop an F-bomb in the middle of Buffalo Wild Wings. Well, whatever. I don't care. But we were, like, it was, like, confusing. Because just to name off a few of them, like, we have Chuck Clark. Because Jermaine Johnson was there. Yeah. That, I mean, and I so mean, was Trent McDuffie. Right, exactly. I mean, that, that was my big confusion. I thought... I thought, okay, Jermaine Johnson's there. We need we need pass rush real bad. Let's go ahead and get it. Yeah, could use help a corner too. Could use help. Could use help a fucking corner. Yeah. So I we've mean, had like three or four corners leave. Anthony Everett, Tavon Young, and uh, Westry, Chris Westry. Well, he's. I mean, yeah, it's what it is. The other two guys were like, and I mean, I like like I wanted I, to keep Everett. Like I, I, dude, why is he so late? What? 
TJ, he's texting us saying Pickens, Menchie, still on the board. You're a little late to the party there, Bob. He said Giants are going to go wide receiver. They picked one five minutes ago. <laughs> you think the Texans take uh, Bernhard Raymond here? It's a good pick for them. I think, think they could, yeah. Um, tackle's definitely a need for them. Um, on the right side, and then whatever happens with Larry McTunsell, you kick him over to the left. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Cause who, who have they won so far? It was... Uh, Petrie and... Stingley. See, it says they've already addressed the offensive guard position as well. Oh. They, did, they did have a... Oh, yes. Um, Kenyon Green. That's it. Yeah. Yep. That cat. That cat. Yeah. Yeah. Kenny. Yeah. Kenny. Yeah, Kenny Green went fifteen. Um. So now I ask you, what was your least favorite pick of the first round? Uh <laughs> it's a little strange. John Mechie to the Texans. Dang, that's a good pick. TJ's mad. Well, he can be mad all he wants. Yeah, Cole Strange to the Patriots. It's a little strange. It's it, crazy. It's it, weird. It's crazy. I mean, I mean. You and I saw the way that the head coach of the Rams, Sean McVay, reacted to it. He, I think had, he was a little inebriated too. I think he, ah, he yeah, had, he, was, he had a little sauce in him. He was, he was definitely, <laughs> he was definitely drinking a little bit. Says David Ojobo's best fit for us. I'm not mad. I'm not mad about it either. I'm not mad. But uh, but the, I mean, the whole thing with Cole Strange, I'm sure, I'm sure he's a very, very talented, talented offensive lineman. But then again, at the same time, a lot, I think a lot of people had like a third round grade on him. Yeah, I mean, uh, was it Sean McVay said, yeah, we had him sitting there like 134, 140, whatever it was. Like, right. Like, <laughs> pretty deep into the hundreds. They took him at, what was it, 28, 27? Uh, <laughs> it was late first round, but... Took 29. 29, yeah. I mean... Uh, it's very confusing. It's very confusing. I mean, I'm, 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 sh- I'm sure Bill Belichick has some ulterior motive, and he knows what, and he knows what he's doing. But I mean, then, but then again, at the same time, I mean, I just, I, I, I don't understand it. This is also the guy that took, uh, was it Rashad Slater or whatever it was, uh, or the D two safety or cornerback, whatever it was, two years ago. Uh, stop knocking Jeremy Chin. Come on, now. he's a good player. <laughs> it's not Jeremy Chin. Duggar, Kyle Duggar, Kyle Duggar. That's who it is. I don't know why I was going Slater. Kyle, Kyle Duggar's a good safety though. He is, but I'm saying like this is also the team that took a D two safety in the first round. But he was also the third. He was also the third best safety in the draft. I, I'm I'm saying that, but I'm saying like it, like he is known to take the kind of obscure picks. Well, I guess I I, I guess it'll give you that one. Um, I think another pick that I wasn't entirely a big fan of was definitely the Kenny Pickett. <sighs> yeah, I think I think they just wanted to keep keep it in the backyard. Right. Keep it safe. Keep it in the backyard. I'm happy they picked it cuz like I said, we were going to terrorize that poor young man um for years to come and uh Trubisky Trubisky will start week 4. Dude, personally, I think Trubisky's going to be pick is in. I can't wait. I think Trubisky's going to pretty going to be a pretty damn good player for him. I thought like you draft Malik Willis as a project. You let him sit mm-hmm. behind Trubisky. Maybe if like things get out of reach at the end of the season, maybe you put Malik Willis in for a little bit of playing time. Just let him do his thing. Uh, knowing that he's going to be your future, and you're like, hey, let's let's let him get some reps in, get up the game speed, because Malik Willis left Auburn, went to Liberty, and did not perform very well um, at Liberty against the bigger schools. Mm-hmm. Um, he torched the hell out of the smaller schools that he was playing against at Liberty. 
Um, so it's it's going to be a huge transition for Malik Willis um, to go from Liberty to the NFL. Like, uh, I think Carson Wentz is kind of an anomaly as far as doing very well coming from a smaller school. Even G- Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo came from a small school and has done Joe, very well for Joe himself. Joe Flacco. Yeah, from Delaware. It it just doesn't happen often, right? Like, right. Good heavens. Fuck them. They're fine. <laughs> Fuck the kids. <laughs> they, 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 know, they know what they're doing. <laughs> um, yeah, I, don't, I, mean, I, mean the, I mean, the big knock on Kenny Pickett was the fact that he is very, very below average hands. Yeah. But then again, so did Joe Burrow. Kenny Pickett are smaller, though. Yeah. Um, yeah, people are kind of comparing Kenny Pickett to the uh, to Joe Burrow because it's like Joe Burrow kind of had like mediocre season after mediocre season, blew the fuck up, had the best, the best college football season for any quarterback of all time in collegiate history. Yeah. Most yeah yeah the most, most dominant de- team. <sighs> and then you're gonna compare Kenny Pickett to that. It's not the same. It's not. It's not the same. Maybe physical attribute wise are pretty similar, but then again at the same time, like Kenny Pickett is not going to start day one. <laughs> he shouldn't. No. Like if if he if he starts then again, people also said that Joe Flacco shouldn't start day one. David Jobo. Oh, let's go. Let's go, man. <sighs> let's go pick by the Ravens. Dude, uh our our defensive coordinator was his uh his defensive coordinator at Michigan, and you know that dude is salivating going to get him. Dude, so it's crazy. So, oh, so, so, yeah. so for people that do not know, um, of, of course, we're sitting here celebrating. The pick we're celebrating, the Ravens took David Ajobo, um, number 45 overall, uh, outside linebacker from Michigan, very, very good pass rusher. Uh, David Ajobo was actually, was actually projected to be a, a first-round pick. During his pro day, he tore his Achilles, uh, which knocked him way down the draft. Was like, like fell to forty five. Fell to forty five. There were initial mock drafts that had him projected going fourteen to the Ravens. Yeah, he was going to be our first round selection. He, he, a lot of people were saying he should have been our first round selection, and that here we are, wraps back around. We're still able to get him. Um, that's a great win for the Ravens. This is a guy who's not going to play immediately. No, because of the Achilles injury. But he's also a guy who we don't need to play immediately because of the upside that he brings to yep. the de- to the defense now as far as as far as pass rushing goes. He'll between, be back at the end of the season between him and Odafi Owe. Man, the Ravens Ravens are out here making moves. Yeah, we 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 got we got three guys who could have gone in the first round. Mm-hmm. We're having a killer draft. Yeah, we're having a great draft. killer draft. Yeah, so <sighs> shout out to them boys. We're gonna pray for them though. <laughs> we gonna pray for them though. <laughs> Um, so now, um, so another thing that, another thing that I kind of wanted to bring up, I know we're just, just, my Lions picks already in, it better be Malik Willis. It says it's their best fit. I know. Um, according to ESPN, it is, it is their best fit. Um, this is, this is something that's, this is a very, very unscripted draft here today. We're kind of just going all over the place. Just, I love it. We're, we're, we're discussing shit as it comes in. Um, it was actually really fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just sitting here, we're gonna, we're gonna bullshit about the draft for a little while. So, this is our, this is our little NFL draft special. So maybe next year we get a camera we set up behind the desk, like a legit, like draft, like uh, analysis, make a video. <laughs> Can I be Booger? <laughs> <laughs> booger, what do you think of that pick? 
that's a that's a that's a joke spanning from back from last year. Me and uh, me, me and Holman, we always take we always take any opportunity that we get to make fun of uh, Booker McFarland for ESPN. Josh Pascal, that's not bad. Good pass rusher. Dude, Aiden Hutchinson. Him and Aiden Hutchinson. That's scary. Shoo. Um, I think they still have Trey Flowers too. They cut him. Did they cut him? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Before the uh, before uh, free agency started. Dang. Um. If if we if we are to do that next year, we have to like suit and tie and shit. I'm in. All right, perfect. I'm in, dude. This is gonna be fun. Perfect. Maybe we bring on a few guests. I'm in. We'll make it work. This is gonna be a lot of fun. We got we got we got a lot of time to figure it out. <laughs> we got a whole year. We get oh we can do a practice run with the NBA. Uh oh. Let us know, guys. Let us know if you want us to do a uh, an NBA draft special. I don't know. I don't know who wants us. To, I don't know who wants to see us on camera. I might actually have to shave. <laughs> I get a little. I get a little lax on the shaving because I have to still have to wear a mask at work, so it covers my facial. Yeah. So it, yeah. So it doesn't really matter. I don't have the capability of growing a beard, so it doesn't really grow on the uh, on the old jawline there. I think Washington just traded in. No, they uh, that was their pick. Was it okay? Go Jaquan Brisker. Just draft the entire Penn State. <laughs> draft <laughs> all of Penn State. Yeah, because they already went Jahan Dotson. So taking Jaquan Brisker would uh, kind of. I mean, he's a good pick. Good no, pick I, for him. Yeah, no, yeah, no. I, I, I doesn't. Or the, or they might go the Kobe Dean. Ah, um, be a good pick. But yeah, we're kind of we're kind of going to be all over the place here with this. Uh, with, the, with this episode today, so I do apologize in advance. I don't, it's fun. I know a lot of you do come just for the banter, so thank you for that. You're going to get a lot of it today. Yeah, you're going to get a lot of banter. We say that like it's the beginning of the episode, like we're not like 50 minutes into this thing. Holy shit, we really are already. <laughs> it doesn't feel like it. No, no, it really doesn't. We're just, we're, we're, realistically, if these chairs didn't start hurting my ass after like an hour and a half sitting in them, <laughs> I could literally sit here and just bullshit about the draft through both rounds yeah we're gonna have to get some uh some comfier chairs if we're gonna do a draft special next year yeah 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 uh, uh, maybe might have to get a bigger spot too a little bit more open we'll rent an office space <laughs> an entire an entire office for one evening for one evening just get us a tv and our microphones and we'll be good to go we'll make it work oh oh hell yeah we will this is this is this is this is gonna happen now. We're gonna start we're gonna start planning logistically as soon as as soon as we finish up with the episode. Um, big question for you now. Through round one and now even a little bit of round two. Um, who's your big winner in the draft so far? Team wise or player wise? Doesn't matter. Tell me. Okay. Um, you know what? Scratch that. One of each. Is that what you want? Huh? No. Okay. My fault. We haven't talked about the Marquise Brown trade yet. Ah. Okay, let's talk about it. So, my initial reaction is, what the fuck, why? Yeah, I was, I was very, very shocked. Uh, Marquise Brown had a career year with the Ravens last season. Broke 1,000 yards. Broke 1,000 yards. He was somewhat close to 100 receptions, and I think he almost hit 10 touchdowns, or he did hit 10 touchdowns. He did hit 10. Yep. So, he, I mean, that's a baller season. Yeah, it's a really good a season. baller season. But it came, it came out that apparently last season, he was very unhappy. He's incredibly unhappy. Um, wasn't a, one, wasn't a fan of the scheme fit. None of that. Had talked to Lamar Jackson. It was like, hey man, like I don't, like, know, I can't I don't do know, this. I don't know if this is working. 
And then clearly it still wasn't working this this offseason. He said something to DaCosta. I said, hey, I just I want to be traded. I, yeah, I need you to move me. This isn't, this isn't a good fit. Yeah. So it was a business decision on uh, Hollywood's end. He said, uh, you know, it just wasn't for him. He wanted to go be in a more, like, pass-centric offense, whereas more we are more run-centric here in Baltimore. Um, like I said, my initial reaction was, what the fuck, why? Mm-hmm. But, and as I had told you, I had this, like, gut feeling that Marquise Brown was not going to play for us this year. Yeah. I did not think he was going to be traded, mm-hmm. but I had this gut feeling he was not going to play for us. Because it had uh, came out pretty early that he had scrubbed his socials of anything Ravens. Still had a lot of Sooner stuff on there. Right. But it scrubbed everything of anything Ravens related. Similar to Kyler Murray. Similar to Kyler Murray. Similar to AJ Brown. Similar to Debo Samuel. Those two came later. Yeah. Um, But then the offseason kept progressing. We started coming up closer and closer to the the season, the draft, everything like that. Not a single workout video for Marquise Brown had been posted. Now, in years past, He'd Marquise be, Brown was Lam- posting daily. With, it, with him and Lamar throwing. Him and Lamar throwing a catch-in, him working out, him training, whether it was lifting weights, working on speed, agility, balance, core, strength, whatever. He, I mean, like I said, by this time, we'd have had two entire like 15-minute compilations. We'd have had 30 minutes of clips right. of Marquise Brown working out, whether it was... You know, like like legitimately working out, strength training, core, speed, strength, agility, whatever, and plus him running routes and throwing the ball with Lamar, thirty minutes worth, nothing, not a, not a fucking second. Yeah. <sighs> F- nope. Fedarian Matt Mathias Mathis Fedarian Mathis defensive tackle six four three ten out of Alabama. Fedarian. <laughs> I'm sorry if I pronounced that. <laughs> like, at, like as Holman was reading off the name of that individual who got drafted, <laughs> like, like I know, like I know he was focused on reading the name. I was just sitting here shaking my head because I knew damn well I was not pronouncing that name. I hope I did. <laughs> Bro, I apologize for whoever just heard that. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh no way. I just I just texted her, she said, shut the fuck up, we can hear you. Oh, I really hope the mic picked it up. I don't want to repeat it in oh, case it did. I know I know damn well it did. I could hear it in my headset. Clear as day. Oh, but clear. we've heard stuff in the headset before that you actually couldn't hear later. Um, in the that recording, was, that was clear <laughs> as day. That was so funny. Oh my god! Wow. I'm just okay. We're just gonna pivot right past that. If you heard it, you heard it. If you didn't, you didn't. So back to the Hollywood situation. Um, yeah. I uh, the more I the more I thought about it, and I slept on it. I'm actually not too mad about it. Mm-mm. So initially, I was like, man, this is a bigger loss than everybody thinks. Like. He was a really good player for us. It was Lamar's best friend. And with that being said, I think it hurt Lamar and it hurt the team a lot that that was the situation. Because you and I saw it a lot. Lamar would force the ball to Hollywood. Which, he also forces it to Mark Andrews as well. But when he forces it to Hollywood, he ends up throwing a stupid interception. Yeah. Um, 
Which, I mean, a lot of the time we would say to ourselves, what the hell is he doing? Like he's throwing it into double coverage with Hollywood Brown and somebody's wide open five yards up the field. Right. Like, like, but now the fact that he wasn't happy since they are good, very, very good friends. It makes sense. It makes sense why he was doing, why he was making the passes that he was. Um, Trying to feed his friend the ball, make him happy, get him the ball, get him to stay. Right, so now now we don't have to worry about him forcing the ball to a wide receiver who... I love Marquise Brown. I love one. I have a Marquise Brown jersey hanging up in the closet behind me, and I know you have one at home as well. Yeah, I was, dude, I was ecstatic when we drafted him. Once again, yeah. OU, that's my, that's my team. I was, I was like, man, I really want Hollywood here. We took him. I was over the fucking moon. Right. And right. I, I, I still love him. I hope he does really, really well in Arizona. Yeah, like I, I wish him I, nothing but the best. Right, exactly. It's like not like it's not it's not like this ended on a bad term or any or anything like that. A lot of Ravens fans are like mad at him, and I'm like, what? What are you mad at him for? Right. I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm very disappointed about the situation. I would have loved, I would love for us to have kept Marquise Brown, but then again, at the same time, we just traded a guy who I think in the in the future with Kyler Murray, he can now be a Pro Bowl wide receiver, a very successful Pro Bowl wide receiver. With that said, the with so the, the Ravens traded him him away with the number one hundred pick, Brisker. Bears, Bears took Brisker. Yeah, good, good pick. Yeah, it's a good pick. Um, although they're not, they're just trying to shore up that uh, secondary, even though it's nothing of what they need. <laughs> Idiots, bad teams, bad decisions. Anyway, year. Um, shit. Oh, never mind. I found it. <laughs> um, but even though, um, even though Marquise Brown is going to be very very successful with the with the Arizona. Uh, Cardinals. The pick that we got for him, we the Ravens, I think, turned that into an All Pro. Yeah, I mean, he was a for, guy he, for for years to come. Yeah, it, like Hollywood was a guy. He wasn't going to resign his contract. He wasn't happy. He was the only way we were keeping Hollywood is if we got rid of Greg Roman, our offensive coordinator. Which that's not that's not happening until Greg Roman gives us a reason to get rid of him. Exactly. The offensive ne- has never been bad. No, we've had. We've had times where I'm like, Greg, what the fuck are you doing when we run three bubble screens in a row? Right. And I'm like, hey, if it didn't work on one and it didn't work on two. It's not going to work on the other two. Why would it work on three? Right. They wouldn't expect it. It doesn't matter. They probably weren't expecting it the first two times. When we see when I watch you run in the mountain and back. You want to see me do it again? want to see me do it again? I mean, I mean that was essentially the, uh, the mindset behind it. Um. But I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not mad about it. No. Like I said, I wish Hollywood nothing but the best. Um, I hope he finds what he's looking for out there in Arizona. Um, him and Kyler were an electric connection at OU. Um, they had a lot of good chemistry. Um, Cliff Kingsbury is going to be a guy that's going to utilize him correctly. Hollywood's also going to have the number two, um, maybe even number three corner on him over there in Arizona because they still have D Hop and AJ Green. Dude, he's past his prime. He's, he he'll he'll have the number he'll have the number two corner on him. He is past his prime, but he's also big and tall. So, you know maybe your number two corner is a tall receiver or a tall corner, so you put him on AJ Green. Mm, true. I don't know. They might just they might just line Hollywood up in the slot where he probably belongs. And just let him eat. I'd put Rondell more in the slot before I put Hollywood just because he's a better route runner. Fair. Yeah, Hollywood is not very good at running routes. It's always been my one knock on him. He's a, he, he he's a he's a vertical weapon. He's a vertical weapon. True and true. Yep. He was yep. he was he was he was second fastest player on the team. Yes. 
Uh, that was that was always my knock on him is he was not he was not a crisp route runner. No. How we were talking about like uh, Mechie being running routes like butter. Like you watch Devontae Adams, you watch uh, Keenan Allen, Stephon Diggs. They run routes like butter. I Bateman, mean, it's, it's just smooth. Yeah, Bateman runs a pretty smooth route as well. Um, <clears throat> so I uh, I like it for the fact that I think you'll see Lamar progress and uh, and grow here this year. I think you're going to see a really good season out of him too. Yeah, a lot, lot less turnovers. Yeah, I mean, I mean now now he has he has he has one guy who he doesn't have to make sure he gets the ball to consistently in order to keep happy. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, I, I hate to compare it like to his to his cousin, but the Antonio Brown effect. Yeah, it's like you got to give him the ball to keep him happy, right? And now we don't have to do that. Dude, dude, Mark Andrews could block everybody for an entire game and just pancake the hell out of people, and he's going to come back to the sideline with a smile. Yeah. And by no means am I comparing the Hollywood drama, which wasn't really drama, because shout-out to Hollywood, shout-out to the Baltimore Ravens, and shout-out to the Arizona Cardinals this deal for was, keeping this shit under wraps this, for a week. This deal was done Sunday, and nobody heard about it until after the Ravens made their pick two and a half hours into the draft. And Hollywood even said that I'm very thankful that Baltimore kept it under wraps. Yep. Like... It, it, like I said, it it was a. I don't want to say it was a mutual parting because I don't think the Ravens necessarily wanted to leave. Wanted him to leave. But then again, at the same time, it's one of those scenarios where okay, if you know that this ca- this guy is not going to come back, why are we going to keep him for another two years and continue to pay him when we know he doesn't want to be here? We can go get a pick or picks for him. We ended up getting the twenty third pick, flipping that to the twenty fifth to get Leonard Bob. It was a steal. It was a great deal. And another, I love it. And another fucking fourth. <laughs> and another fucking fourth. Yeah, Jesus <laughs> Lord. Um, but I had told you, like, I had given you, like, a scenario. I'm like, what if we know that Hollywood Brown is retiring um, and we're keeping it under wraps because I don't think we're necessarily, like, obligated to say anything and we draft a receiver at 14. You're like, yeah, no, dude. Like, like what is with you and all these fucking what ifs and I know. Uh, conspiracies and blah, 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 whatever. And I was, I told you, I was like, I just I got a feeling he's now coming back. Fourth round picks for the Ravens. <laughs> We pick 5th, 14th, 23rd, 25th, 34th, and 36th. So out of 38 picks in the 4th round, we have 6 of them. We should trade up to the 2nd round. Two two fourths for a third or something. I don't know. There's options. Yeah, there's options. We don't. I mean, the Ravens. Ravens don't pick again until the third round. Pick twelve, number seventy six overall. So the New Orleans Saints are on the clock right now, and the pick is in number seventeen pick of the second round. Their next biggest need is quarterback. Every other thing, like every other team from here on out, it better be taking Malik Willis. I'm not going to stop saying it until he gets picked. Well, the next team does not have to. But do you think the Saints take him here? No. No? No, because they have Ian Book. Like, why, why, why are you going to waste a second-round pick on a quarterback two years in a row when you know he ain't going to play? One of them's got to play. Jameis. Yeah. Jameis. Jameis. You ever seen the video of him eating a W? <laughs> How could I not? <laughs> I, saw, I saw the other day, I'm like, I'm like this is so damn dumb. Um. Anyway, to wrap back around, who's your winner of the draft so far? You can give me a team. You can give me a player. I don't care. Either way, I can. I. I'll. I'll counteract. The, I'll, I'll. I'll. I got one of each in mind. I'll give you. I'll give you one of each. Okay. Let me hear it. The bias in me wants to say the Ravens. Okay. Right. Because we got Kyle Hamilton at fourteen. 
We got Tyler Linderbaum at 25. And then we just got a David Ajobo <laughs> at 45. But three very, very good picks. But. Dude, I love what the Jets are doing. Yeah, so do I. I can't. I, I don't know why. For once in their life, they're not fucking this up. Dude, I mean, even the Giants, they didn't fuck it up either. I called those two picks, by the way. Yeah, I'll, I'll give my man credit for that. We were doing mock drafts in the middle of the day with our buddy TJ, and uh, Holman did one for the Giants, and Thibodeau and Neal in that order. At five and seven. In fi- at five and seven. Yeah, sure enough. Because my, so my thought was, is Thibodeau sitting there, and in the mock draft that I was doing, which happened to be true in real life, Evan Neal, Iki Aquanu, and Charles Cross, Alante Taylor, cornerback out of Tennessee, to the Saints. Number 109. Interesting. <clears throat> okay. Uh, the top three linemen were sitting there, along with Kayvon Thibodeau at five. So my thought was, you take Thibodeau at five, you have the Panthers picking in between at six, then you pick again at seven. You're guaranteed to have your pick of at least two of them. Now, it, like, like I said, I think uh, <laughs> Iki Aquanu was going to go, he was going to go sixth because he was the best offensive lineman in the draft, which he did in the mock draft, which then I took Evan Neal. That's exactly how it played out in mm-hmm. real life. Yeah. So, Shout out to Pro Football Focus, Mock Draft, for getting that one fucking dead on. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, I mean, for my winner, my my winner of the draft team wise, uh, I I definitely got to say it's one of three teams. Um, all three we just mentioned: the Ravens, the Giants, and the Jets. Honestly, I think my big, I think my big winner so far is the Ravens. Um, yes, it's me. That's that's me being biased, but then again, at the same time. They got a big position in the the Ravens. The Ravens have been lacking a free roaming safety since Ed Reed has left. And that dude roamed a little too free. <laughs> now we just so happen to have two of them, with Marcus Williams and Kyle Hamilton. So that's a, that's that's a good one in itself. And then I mean a bit a big position in the for the Ravens. Something that, something that they let Bradley Bozeman walk on a one year deal because of. We got the best center prospect. A lot of people saying within the past ten years. That includes, Creed Humphrey. That includes Creed Humphrey, who was an All Pro last year <laughs> as a rookie the, for the Chiefs. So, um, so I mean, I, I definitely think the Ravens got a really, really good got really good value of both of those picks. I think the only reason why, um, why Linderbaum wasn't picked higher is because he's a little shorter and his arms are a little short. Mm-hmm. But then again, at the same time, who really cares? Because he he when he engages in blocks, he wins his blocks. Yeah. It was almost the same reason. It it was it was it's pretty it's pretty similar to actually the fucking Patriots just traded that. Suckers. <laughs> Nakobe Dean. It's got to be Nakobe Dean. It's got to be. What's this cornerback? I thought it said their biggest need was quarterback, and I'm like, oh, uh, what? <laughs> we will pray for them, boys. Pick is in. They knew who they fucking wanted. It's got to be Dean, man. Doesn't have to be. I think it will be. Probably will be. It probably will be. Yeah, doesn't have to. I don't know. I don't know who else it would be. There's no other outside linebacker available. Drake Jackson. That's about it. But <sighs> I mean, they will they take Pickens or Sky Moore. I don't know. Anyway, to to continue on what I was saying, I mean, Linderbaum would have been a top ten pick easily if he was just a little bit taller and his arms were a little longer. True. But um. But I mean, when when he when I mean I mean, dude was dude was an all state wrestler in high school. 
Um, Pin Tristan Wirfs. Pin Tristan Wirfs, who's a big bitch. <laughs> I mean, he's a whole six foot seven. I mean, dude was doing lap pull downs with the damn mask out of the Buccaneers. <laughs> God. Um, so, I mean, Tristan Wirfs is a big guy. So, I mean, when, when Linderbaum engages with you, he's not going to let you go. He actually is going to look to block you, not just snap the ball and to see what happens. I mean, I've, I've watched tape on Linderbaum where he literally blocks four people in one play. And snaps a clean snap and snaps the ball clean. So I mean, I mean, he's he's crazy talented. He's crazy athletic. So I really think the Ravens got a really good win there. As far as as far as the winner, the, the biggest winner as far as a player goes, Jalen Hurts. Wow, that's a good one, Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I mean, Jalen Hur- Jalen Hurts had a very very good year last season for the Eagles. Um, the biggest thing was he was missing that big weapon. Yeah, year one to year two, he made a pretty he made a pretty big leap as far as his play playing, playing ability goes. Mm-hmm. Year three, he's getting that wide receiver, and I think he's going to make another. I think he can make that next leap. Last player who had a very very similar to ra- similar route was Josh Allen. Year one, he was okay. Year one, year one, Josh Allen was abysmal. Yeah, Jalen Hurts was not abysmal his first year. Year two, he started to make some steps. Year three, they got they got Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, and then he blew up. Here we are. Year three for for uh, Jalen Hurts, they get him AJ Brown. I think this is going to free up uh, Devontae Smith too. Bingo! Exactly. Yeah, their fir- their first round pick from last year. The first ever, the first wide receiver taken and former Heisman Trophy winner, uh, Devontae Smith. This is going to be big for the offense, just dude, in general, dude. Their, their offense is about to show out. And honestly, I know I've said this once before about Trey Lance. I'm about to start hitting the MVP button for Jalen Hurts now. Okay. I know it's a very very bold take, especially because of the fact that I I put money on Daniel Jones to win MVP last year. <laughs> I don't have a very very good track record of it, because I also mentioned to you before the season started. Think about putting putting money on Lamar Jackson to win MVP. Yeah, and I never did. And guess what fucking happened? So I don't have a very good track record as far as that goes. So maybe I shouldn't do anything, and he still win will win MVP. And I just so happened to have called it. On Friday, April nineteenth at eight thirty eight thirty four p.m. But Jalen Hurts is my big winner of the draft. That's a good pick. Player um, player wise, he's my big winner. So I was thinking, uh, I was going like player that was drafted yesterday. Okay, um, who was the big winner? So mine, uh, big winner was Sauce Gardner going over to the Jets, going to play for Robert Sala. Um, I think I think Sala's just going to put him on my island. It's gonna be like, hey. You're just gonna play man coverage. Just do your thing. You're gonna do what you do. We're gonna let you do what you do. Mm-hmm. Go get him, Tiger. Go get him. Have fun. Go fucking get him. So that was uh, like like I said, from like a standpoint of uh, player drafted, uh-huh. I think he was the biggest winner. Um, I think outside of that, like uh, like just total player winner. Um, <clears throat> I'll go on the other end of the spectrum and go Kyler Murray. Okay, I mean, I mean that's a good one too. Kyler Murray is a guy who is very, very. He, he may not be in the happiest of situations that he is that he could be in Arizona, mm-hmm. but they're he, trying. He may not be able to get paid yet, but they're doing everything they fucking can to tell him, like, hey, we may not be able to pay you yet, but we'll at least give you this guy. I think the only other guy that they could have gotten and they may have made him happy were CD Lamb. <sighs> yeah. But I mean, I mean, outside of that, I mean, you give up, you give up a first round, you get a third round, and a first round wide receiver, a former first round wide receiver back. I think, I think that's a pretty good trade as far as the Cardinals go. Uh, they got uh, Tyquan Thornton, guy I was really big on. <coughs> Man, 
at a wide receiver out of Baylor. That's not bad. That was a guy I was really big on. I really, uh, I really liked him. Dude is, uh, dude is tall. Um, he's fast as all hell. Um, he's six two, one eighty one. Um, his arm length is uh, thirty three inches. His hand size is eight inches, and he ran a four two eight forty yard dash. Hmm. So he's tall. He's long. Motherfucker can move. Well, that's a good. That's a good. Good way to um. Make up for your first round pick for the Patriots. Right. Um, yeah, I was a guy I was really big on. I, I was, uh, I'm actually not mad about that. Shout out to the Patriots for, uh, for taking him there. So flip side now, uh, big loser. Big loser. Yeah. Team and player. Like one of each. Uh, I can't really think of a player at the moment, but uh team for sure. Damn, Eagles knew who they wanted there. Um, team. Hmm. This is a tough one. It is, it, it, it is a tough one for me. I have two teams in mind. Um, one, oh. of them, one of them had a pick. The other one did not. So I'm going to... I may make a few of our fans mad. I'm sorry for saying this, but uh, I think the Commanders had a really bad day one. Okay. Trading out of 11 and getting Jahan Dotson later <sighs> in the draft. I think they could have taken Kyle Hamilton there. Um, I think, what, even at 11, there was still some wide receivers available if that's the route that they wanted all to of take. Them, all of them besides one. Yes. Drake London was taken at 8. Garrett Wilson was at 10. Okay, so two. I'm sorry. They I, I keep, I keep forgetting Drake Wilson went the, or Drake London went the top 10. They could have taken Alave. They could have taken Williams. There was Kyle Hamilton sitting there. Um I mean, if like there, I, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like that was a a smart decision to make. Like, I don't know. Jahan Dotson, don't get me wrong, is it was a good receiver at Penn State. Will probably end up being a pretty good receiver for the Commanders. Um, he's very sure-handed. He's very very good hands. But uh, yeah, I think Commanders had a pretty bad day one. Yeah, I mean, so. So my so my two big ones of who I think are definitely my losers, day one. Uh, I think the Steelers number one. Yeah, that's another one. They're they're they they definitely lost day one. This is a Jobo. Who starts crying? Because he got drafted by the Ravens. How sick is that, man? I fucking love that. How dope is that? Oh, baby. Let's go, man. Hey, come on home, big guy. We'll take care of you. Yeah, we got you, man. But, uh, yeah, I just, I just, I just had to show you that quick video. I love that. We're really all over the place today with, 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 this, shit, with this shit now. Man, it don't matter. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think, I think the Steelers definitely lost day one. Um, I, think that, I think a lot of people knew they were going to go quarterback, in my opinion. I think they took the wrong quarterback. I agree. Um, but then again, Kenny Pickett was right for them. The conversation that we had with Timber earlier today, the way he justified it, it made sense. Yeah. Um, I still don't agree with the pick personally. The way Timber justified it was, well, the Steelers uh, passed on Dan Marino, who was a quarterback prospect in their backyard, who ended up being, becoming a star in the NFL. They're not going to let that happen twice. Timber is not comparing Kenny Pickett to Dan Marino, but he's just comparing the, situ- the situations. Right. Um. But with that said, I still think they lost that. Um, then another another team that I think lost day one. 
Easily. Colts. The Colts. Okay. Indianapolis Colts, because they the Indianapolis Colts gave up a first round pick to get Carson Wentz, only to turn around and trade him for a third round pick the next year. Yeah, it's pretty bad. That first round pick would have ended up being pick eighteen. Now, I don't know what all the Colts need, because I don't know where the hell they are. Here they are. I feel like wide receivers, uh, pretty good pick for them. Wide receiver would have been a great pick for them. They would have had pick number 18, number, the number 18 pick in the first round, Traylon Burks. So one thing that makes uh, that Traylon Burks pick a little bit scarier, I completely forgot that this happened. Did, did you remember that the Tennessee Titans have Robert Woods? Yes. Ooh. Yeah, so. Kind of makes that a little bit more scary. So, I mean, the, the, the Colts just continue to find ways to fuck up, man. Yeah, I mean, after looking at it, um, I think uh, I think somebody that that also had a really, really, really piss poor draft. <laughs> this is gonna bring me so much joy to say it. I know it's gonna bring you so much joy, Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, you take a tackle out of Tulsa at twenty four. You let Tyler Linderbaum, Jermaine Johnson. And Tevin Lloyd all slip by you? Cameron Jurgens. Who? Center from Nebraska. Interesting. Yeah. Ugh. The heir apparent to Travis to Jason Kelsey. Good luck, Mr. Jurgens. <laughs> Jurgens. Jurgens. Maybe he'll step in and play guard too, potentially. Who knows? A wide receiver is a need for the Steelers. They have fucking twelve. <laughs> Didn't they just sign Boykin too? Yes. They definitely do a wide receiver. They can have him. <laughs> yeah, they can. That dude, I they can have that boy. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. That dude runs his route and comes out of his breaks like he's eighty years old and just had a bilateral hip replacement. The dude does not drop his hips, plant his feet for shit. He rounds everything out, and it's pathetic to watch. That bilateral part—that's a new one. That's a that's a, that's a, that's a new way that you started describing it. I haven't heard you describe it that way before. My big question is, when the hell is Nakobe Dean going to get drafted? Dude, he must be, like, fucked up. He's gotta have I like know. A, he's got to have, like, a spinal fusion or something going on. <laughs> like, what, like, what is his injury? I'm about, to uh, do, I'm about to do a little read. N-A-K-O-B-E. Like, what is it? Oh, God, picks in already. Steelers knew who they wanted. Okay. I, I have no clue, man. Like, dude, something's, like, it, for his injury? Because he was supposed to be a first-round pick. Yeah. And they're like, there's injury issues. What the fuck did he do to himself? I couldn't tell you, man. Did he, like, separate his fucking sternum in the offseason? Like, what Like what happened? Uh, let me see here. There's got to be some rumors out there about what's going on with him. God damn it. Steelers just got pickings. Him and Marcus Peters are going to fight. It's gonna happen. <laughs> um. Yeah, I. Uh, I. Oh, here we go. Let me see here. This is according to DogNation.com, which is a Georgia site. Let me see. 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 Um. He had, he had surgery on his labrum following the 2021 season. And 
He did not miss any games during his time at Georgia. But he had surgery on his labrum. Do we know if it's shoulder labrum or hip labrum? Did not say. Very different things. Colts pick is in. They knew who the fuck they wanted. Um, Very different things. Shoulder labrum, you can come back from relatively easy. Hip labrum. Case in point. Yeah. Case in point. Hip labrum, I think, causes a lot more issues. So... Yeah, I don't know, man. It's just, it's just very shocking shocking that he's still available here at this point in the draft. Um, also, Malik Willis. I, 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 I mean, the small school thing must really be scaring off people. It's got to be. Alec Pierce to the Colts. Interesting. Wide receiver. I mean, we were just talking about how they could use a, uh, use a wide receiver. I don't know if that was a wide receiver for them, but that's the one they took. Yeah, that uh, that draft L is still hanging there. <laughs> Wide receiver out of Cincinnati, 6'3", 211, so big guy. Nothing, nothing against Alec Pierce, but then again at the same time, I mean, Sky Moore was still there. Dude, they could have taken the Kobe Dean and put him next to... I keep talking about the Kobe Dean. Dude, they could have taken Malik Willis. Get him a quarterback. Yeah. Whatever. Still a uh, wide receiver out of South Alabama. Bad teams, bad decisions. What the hell can I say? Facts. There's a uh, wide receiver out of South Alabama, Jalen Tolbert. Uh, I've heard really good things about him. Um, I heard that he's been he's been creeping up some people's boards. He's 6'1", 194. Um, he's not graded very well. He's graded at 79. Uh-huh. Um, so not great. Um, but his pre-draft analysis, Tolbert reaches his top end speed quickly and tracks the deep ball well. He led the FBS in both catches and yards on passes thrown 20 yards plus from the 2020 to 2021 season, according to ESPN Stats and Info. He plucks the ball on the run and is an instinctive open field runner after the catch. He's not a complete route runner, and he doesn't show great acceleration getting out of breaks. But he reaches his top. He's quick, tracks the ball really well. He's like a deep guy. That's what Baltimore gets, man? What? You, you lost me. Are you high? Oh, because I guess Pickens went to the Steelers and he's upset about it. Only thing I can think about. I'm not looking at the chat. I, I couldn't tell you. Going to have to deal with him for years. Uh, I think we'll be okay. <laughs> if I G, fight him day one and get him over with. Kenny Pickett's not going to be able to give him the ball anyway. Right. Dude, David Ajovo said, do the stack him too quick. That's what I'm saying. David Ajovo and Dafe Oweya coming off the edge. You just... It's going to get fucked. I told you. You're going to... We are going to terrorize that poor kid for years to come. So it doesn't matter. I mean... Yeah. They still have Chase Claypool. still have... uh, Deontay Johnson. Pickens is going to be the number three guy. We're going to be fine. We'll be okay. We still have Miles Boykin, too, man. That's still a... Miles Boykin who could trip over his own hands. <laughs> or, t- or turn into a star in Pittsburgh. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> yeah, who knows? 
look, if that's the case, then good on Miles Boykin. Yeah. It just further solidifies that we as Ravens fans have said it for years that we cannot develop a fucking receiver. Nope. We're like we're like the Orioles and pitchers. We cannot develop a fucking pitcher. Right. The Ravens cannot develop a wide receiver. I don't know what it is. We can't do it. What the hell are they saying now? Pickens at 21. Pickens is 21. Pretty sure Peters is like 30. Peters is also from Compton. (laughs) Oakland. Look, I'd rather the Steelers have Pickens than the fucking Chiefs. Let's let's just talk about it. Marcus Peters tried to fight a fan. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus Peters Marcus Peters has tried to fight a fan before. Yeah. Where are you from, Square? <laughs> That's right, keep talking that talk. You can't say the rest of that. Right, yeah. Marcus Peters can, but we can't. <laughs> Marcus Peters can, but we can't. Where are you from, Square ass? Yeah. I think you could figure out what the next word is. Yeah. <laughs> context clues here, people. Context clues. Yeah, it's Marcus, Marcus Peter saying a word that we can't say. Context clues. <laughs> Let's see what the Chiefs do here. Yeah. Yeah. I could care less. They'll probably screw they'll probably end up screwing the pooch anyway. <laughs> probably. Probably. Running back? Malik Willis. Oh, I'd love <laughs> could that. Could you imagine? I'd love that. Maybe they'll run a little two QB set. He's probably still icing his torn ACL, bro. Don't need tor- tor- you don't need you don't need an ACL toss hands. <laughs> ACLs in the knee. <laughs> you need shoulder and elbows, throw hands. <laughs> you don't need an ACL toss hands, army. <laughs> Doesn't matter, dude. Torn ACLs are like a dime a dozen now. They just they bounce back quick as hell. All right. right. I mean, fucking Cam Akers tore his Achilles. He was back in six months. Right. He's playing in the Super Bowl. He's playing in the Super Bowl. <laughs> I do like your optimism. <laughs> <laughs> Try my best. Oh, shit. Dude, Marcus Peters is going to fight him. He absolutely is. I hope he does. I really want to see what this pick is. Yeah, I think after this pick, we might as well just get the heck on out of here. Sky Moore. Sky Moore. <laughs> Idiots. Who cares? Who cares? All right, big guy. <laughs> so uh, I think uh, I think that's enough draft coverage. What do you think? Yeah. We, we've been at it for probably close to an hour and a half. We still have one more little laughable moment thing going on here. Still kind of sticks with football. This was just hysterical. I couldn't believe I saw this on Twitter earlier today. But there was some dude. <laughs> dude was running drills uh, for, for he, he. I guess he plays for the USFL. Um, but he was running drills with the team. I shit you not. This cat straight up had a fucking cigarette in his mouth. And he was puffing it too. I saw some smoke coming out of his mouth while he was running while he was while he was running drills. So to tap back into last week, to further answer your question, Reno. No, this is not a minor league team. This is not a minor league for the NFL. Trust me. There might there might be guys in the NFL who do dip and all that kind of stuff. But ain't nobody smoking cigarettes on the field. <laughs> it's like uh, from the longest yard, <laughs> right? I'm pretty sure there was a guy smoking a cigarette. <laughs> oh, um, Inmate Torres. 
Yeah. <laughs> he spoke to Instagram and feel like, what the like, what the hell is going on? He put it out on like somebody else. <laughs> Puts it out on his arm in order to get a fumble. Oh yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> I mean, look, I guess like if that's your tactic, then go for it. Like, go, like, go, do like, you? Like, do you? <laughs> that's all I can say. I know it was one hundred decent. What? All right, let's get we, out of here. We've made three fucking picks. Let's get out of here. Calm let's, down. Let's uh, let's get out of here. Let's enjoy the rest of the day two. Um, tomorrow's gonna be a big day for us. A lot of picks. Six picks in four rounds. <laughs> Fuck. Six picks in the fourth round. Ready, dies. Great success. <laughs> Great success. Um, it should be should be a lot of fun. Of course, we'll be talking. Um, off mic through text, phone calls, whatever. But uh, yep. man, this was a lot of fun. Yeah, this uh, this whole going in there with like no, like nothing, no, to talk no about. script whatsoever. The fuck, no, ever. yeah, like no talk. Like, like I put down the winners and losers and the best draft and the best pick and the worst pick as like talking points, like 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 things just to get to to see what we were thinking. But outside of that, this is just all. This is just all us talking about. Literally, whatever comes to mind. Yeah, like the intro. Literally, purest definition of it. Yeah, th- yeah. This is this is the purest definition of it. So hopefully, you guys enjoyed the episode. Um, Let us know about next year. Do you guys, Would you guys want to see a uh, like a little draft special, like us get a camera, get a setup, wear a suit and tie, get a TV going, and uh, like legitimately like break down the drafts? Yeah. I'd have to take off from work for that. That dude, that dude, that would be like a whole five-hour episode. I think it would work. I'll call Mel Kuyper. We might be able to get him. I think we could. We tell him we're from Maryland. He's a Maryland native, right? Maybe we can go on Pat McAfee's draft special. Oh, I'm in. I'll to I'll we'll have to, we'll have to practice the whole wrestling the entire. I think I got mine down because that dude has a loose fucking wrist when he does it. Mine's like, tight, but mine's... yeah, you gotta loosen that wrist up, baby. There it is. There it is. Oh, that's about as loose as it gets. <laughs> oh, I beg to differ. Yeah, but if you, uh, if you know, you know. If you know, you know. Let us know. I don't know. Um, if you guys want to see a draft special next year, I think it'd be a lot of fun. I think maybe it's something we do anyway. But uh, just let us know. I mean, we wanna we wanna hear. We wanna give you guys the content that you want. I think it'd be a lot of fun to do. Yeah, it. if you if you if you guys would like to see us do something like that, I I like I I personally think it would be a, a hell of a lot of fun. To I sit, think it'd be so fun to sit there and like break down picks as they come in and all that kind of stuff. We'd I'd have to do a hell of a lot more homework and I'd have to take off work. That's fine. We can do the homework. Right. Oh yeah. I, I, I could, I'd love it. I could definitely do the homework. It, it will. It will not be a big deal at all. Um. So let us know if you guys do want to see something like that happen. If you don't, we're gonna do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably how it's gonna go. Yeah. But uh, let's get on out of here, big dog. Let's uh, let's get the weekend started, and uh, hope you guys have a good weekend. Yep. Have a good weekend, guys. Thank you. See you.